A wise man once said, the future belongs to those who are working hard today. I then asked myself the very question, what is the future of Africa? What is the future of the black continent? What is the future of the black race? My name is Efoso Zaro. I'm the author of Zaro Fury, and you are listening to Zaro Fury Podcast. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another episode of Zaro Fury Podcast. My name is Efoso. So, in this episode, we're going to be talking about race and intelligence and discussing some of the misconceptions surrounding this topic. According to some mainstream Western psychologists, intelligence differs between blacks, white, and Asians. Sometimes many black people get really upset when topics like this do come up. And uh, when you read the headlines, uh, you hear many blacks writers or you know bloggers uh, blaming the the western psychologists for being racist or calling them out for being racist so i asked myself the question why why do we get upset about something that doesn't relate to us in the first place well because there are few black psychologists that have ever tried to debunk this myth that actually gave a lot of um reason for many whites to actually believe this to be a scientifically fact. And um, before we jump into conclusion, I will really want to dive into this topic and debunk this controversial topic. But in order for me to do that, I will want to take you guys into the history of race and intelligence and go back to the evolutionary explanation of race and intelligence. So we'll be looking at some few examples here. So if we want to start talking about race and intelligence, we really have to understand what intelligence is. So, yes, uh, for us to understand intelligence, we must define what intelligence is. According to the definition of general intelligence, intelligence is the ability to acquire and apply knowledge and skill. I believe that many Western psychologists have confused intelligence to survivability skill. Why do I say that? So, the idea of race and intelligence first came into the mainstream when Bell Curve was released and a book that was published by Charles Murray and Richard Hanston that suggested that black Africans are lesser intelligent than whites and that Asians are more intelligent than white. They posited that, based on the theory of evolution, that 200,000 years ago, modern humans evolved in Africa. And between that 200,000 years, 100,000 years, a group left Africa. And the more north they went out of Africa, the harder it was for them to get get food and raise children and gain shelter. So due to the environmental challenges that they encounter in, in Europe and in a very cold environment, that the intelligence increases because of the challenges and the survivability skills that were needed to survive in Europe. And they also posited that Asians who departed from the group who left Africa between 40,000 years uh, and who departed from European 
becomes even more intelligent than the European because they had even more challenges based on their environment in Asia. The misconception around this topic is because when it comes to race and IQ, this has become one of the main like taboo in science that they are pro race and IQ psychologists or uh, people who, who believe in uh, genetics uh, variants and genetics uh, variations and how it alters intelligence, how genes and intelligence go together. And there are those psychologists who believe that, well, there's no really way to prove what race can be intelligent than others based on genetics or based on, uh, on, on, the, on, the, on the IQ test score. So I published a book called Our Theory, and uh, my suggestion to the Western psychology was that it was unscientific and, and biased to carry out such uh, research and concluded based on the evolutionary explanation. Because let's take, for example, if according to the Western psychologists that due to the environmental challenges that Europeans encountered in Europe, and the reason why Europeans are more intelligent than blacks. And that is also the reason why Asians are more intelligent than whites. If we have to agree on that basis and says, okay, based on the differences in environment, different intelligence apply. So my question to, to Western psychologists, which I, I, I posited in my book, that why... Are we going to use a different intelligence that came from a different environment to compare with an individual or race of people that never encountered those, that environment or that never come from that experience? Say, for example, if we have an alien, a UFO, so my colleague, come from outer space and from a different planet and come down to Earth, Probably the alien might be less intelligent than human or way more intelligent than human. Then how are we going to measure the alien's intelligence and compare it to humans? The only biological and explanation would be, well, maybe because the alien comes from a different environment that requires different skills and different survival need that makes them more intelligent than human but we cannot label human to become less or deficient in intelligence comparing to the aliens because humans do not live in the in the planet or the place where the alien comes from that same applies to western psychologists that when it comes to general when it comes to intelligence and intelligence and race a lot of Western psychologists have extrapolated what makes them feel better about intelligence and ignore the, the rest of, of the empirical evidence, meaning that if white evolve in an environment that is colder, that, is ha that has more environmental challenges, and these challenges increases their capacity of intelligence, then would it be fair for whites to take that same intelligence and compare it to Africans who didn't go through that same environmental challenges. 
That is what Ozaro Fury posited and said, is, this is biased. It's, uh, it's unscientific. It wouldn't be fair because you, you can have two individuals living in separate environment with separate skills and separate intelligence. Like the example that make made earlier by the aliens. Aliens can be more intelligent than human or lesser intelligent than human, depending on the environment they come from. So their intelligence will be considered as intelligence for them. Whether this intelligence is a higher intelligence or lower intelligence, it's going to be some level of intelligence for their own survival or for their own survivability in their environment. So is the same apply like Africans who didn't, who didn't evolve in Europe have different intelligence that was essential for Africans own survivabilities, African own environmental need. Like when you look at a lot of the technological necessity that Europeans discovered, African never thought of those things. Why? Because maybe it wasn't needed. We can't say it's because they were less intelligent. Maybe it just wasn't needed. For example, think about a radiator or heating system, right? In every house in Europe, you find a heating system. But when you go to Africa, there's no need for a heating system because it's just not what people would think of creating because it's a different environment. And different environments require different set of skills and different needs. So that, that evidence and fact that African evolved from a different environment and they have a different need, it wasn't taken into the consideration when people like Charles Murray and uh, Richard Henston wrote Bell Cove. Canadian psychologists wrote about race and intelligence and evolution, Philip Roston. They never mentioned those facts that Africans come from a different environment. So their intelligence might slightly differ from that of European. But we cannot compare and use European tests to, 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 to test the Africans and say, well, if, if they don't score a higher mark or a mark above the the average of European intelligence, they are deficient. They are less intelligent than European. But it, it, that's where it becomes a problem because it's impossible for you to test somebody based on your own skill. Imagine a boxer who is a boxer, a well-trained boxer, and is good at being boxing. And, and, and comparing the boxer to someone who never even stepped in the ring. And, and when you carry out this, this comparison and this test, and you concluded that because the person who never stepped in the ring cannot fight exactly in the same speed in which the boxer who have been training, a professional boxer that has been training for many years, the way he fought or fights, you can conclude that based on that statistic, that the boxer who never step in the ring is just less intelligent than the boxer that has been training for many years. This is the this is the this is the misconception that I try to debunk in the Ozaro Theory book that it's impossible for you to measure intelligence based on your way of understanding what intelligence is. Intelligence can be something else for somebody else, you know. 
And if we go to the to Asians, what Asian consider intelligence is not what Europeans consider intelligence. And when you look at the area where black people are very successful, like say for example in music and sport, black people are very successful in those areas because they have the a higher intelligence in those areas. And when you look at music, especially to, to be specific, white black people have dominated that entertainment industry. Why? Is it because white are less intelligent in music? No, because I think it's because there's something that black people do and do better than other races. But then imagine now if black people walk around and using black music and comparing it to white music and say, because white music is not as successful as black music, we can come and conclude that white cultures are deficient or white music less intelligent to black music based on our preference and our own understanding of music. That would be pseudoscience. That would be biased. That would be a complete nonsense. But exactly the same thing that Western psychologists have been doing to Africans when it comes to general intelligence. They have been using their own tests to conduct this research and say, well, if African does not score like us, they must be less intelligent than us. So this is the this is the misconception surrounding these areas of intelligence. And this is what I wanted to talk about in this podcast. Next episode, we're going to be looking at race and IQ and how we can understand these differences between blacks and white. In, in areas of cultures and life and how these differences might also help us to understand ourselves better. Thank you and uh, have a nice day.